Welcome, yes, this is still Irish Exit Everything, but with a new intro, I'm still Frank, and I felt like freshening things up a bit, um, shout out to Everyday Dave on Fiverr for the intro music, I hope everyone likes it. Now, I promised to do a non-political episode this time, so here it is, we're going to be talking about minimalism. Um, pretty sure I've at least briefly mentioned minimalism in a a previous episode, but this is an entire episode dedicated to it. Um, If you've never heard of these two guys who call themselves the minimalists, um, they have two documentaries on Netflix. Uh, The most recent one came out at the beginning of January, and it's called Less Is Now. Uh, They talk about the 30-day minimalism challenge, uh, which works like this. Day one, you get rid of one item. Day two, you get rid of two items. Day three, three items. Day four, four items, and so on for 30 days. Um, As somewhat of a minimalist myself, uh, I'm like a bare minimum minimalist, Uh, I decided to give it a try. So I recruited my good friend Robbie frequent guest of the show, and we did the challenge. Well, almost. We, we made it to day 25. 25 out of 30, that's 83%, so we got a B. I'll take it. Bs get degrees. Um, in hindsight, I honestly loved doing the challenge, but it ended up being really, really difficult, um, and I had to stop, or else I would have ended up with a completely empty one-bedroom apartment. Uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but like, <laughs> I need my couch, bro. Like, I need, I need a computer. I need certain things. So, um, yeah, we stopped after day 25. Um, but even after 25 days, uh, Robbie and I agree that it's important to Irish exit things, Irish exit living in excess. Um, if you want to learn more about our experience, here's our conversation after the challenge. Rob, I want to start with the challenge itself um, and then kind of expand into minimalism as a whole. Um, so basically let's start from the beginning. Like, What were your thoughts going into the challenge? Um, did you have a plan? Did you have concerns? Tell me everything. Yeah. So it's funny. So you... It, the challenge came up because you brought it up and you're like, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, that would be kind of a cool thing to do. Um, and it would challenge me. Um, yeah. And I think that's like, that was my mindset going into it. I didn't think I would struggle with it because, you know, I moved seven months ago and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> had a lot of things that I brought with me that, <laughs> you know, even before I was moving, I was like, should I even bring this? Like, what is this? doing for me right like, what yeah. is this what are these door decks from grad school doing for me <laughs> you know <laughs> uh because i keep a lot of things and so i went in into it thinking like oh this will be a like a good way to one support you um Aww. and you know have uh someone at least with for you like somebody that can hold you accountable in a way every day i think you would have been able to do it by yourself but being able to like You know, every day we text each other saying, these are the things we're getting rid of. And there's a little commentary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it makes, honestly, it made me think about like, oh, do I have similar things that I could get rid of? Yeah. Um, You know, and that sort of thing. So one, it was for that. But two, it was like, 
this is something that I feel like I've needed to be do needed to be doing for the last year, knowing that I was going to move. And I did get rid of a lot of things when I moved, but mm-hmm. like I said, I brought so much more with me. Um, and I don't want to have so many things that it sounds weird, but that are like weighing me down. Like, why am I keeping it? Sure. So that was sort of my mindset going into it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun at first, like <laughs> all the way up through like 12 days. I was like, wow, like this was super easy. I don't know how anybody right. can do this. And then, you know, um, I, I would say I didn't struggle, struggle, but there were some days where I was like, this has taken me like a long time to find things because I don't know if I want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to get rid of these notes or these, you know, trinkets that I've collected. Um, right. So, yeah, that was my initial thought going into it. Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like, uh, well, first and foremost, thanks for supporting me and wanting to support me <laughs> with the challenge. And, uh, yeah, the texting really did help. Um, the commentary is definitely my favorite part. Um, kind of giving each other shit for the things that we had owned and we're getting rid of. But uh, <laughs> right. I think um, you moving helped a lot. Um, and I feel, I feel like for anyone, like, moving kind of makes min- minimalism necessary almost because, like, it's like, how am I going to move all this stuff to a different location, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes it necessary. But, yeah, it kind of makes it fun little challenge to do that without having to move and like like you said like you do, do you really want to get rid of the stuff that you've collected like you've put time in gathering this stuff and it's, it's tough to get rid of but i think it's funny that um at the beginning you were like <laughs> it seemed like you were so organized especially at the beginning um, right. even though like this was my idea to do this like you seemed like you had a good handle on it because <laughs> you were like uh, like day three like Day three, three pans. Like, day four, four bowls. And I was like, all right, day three, a uh, deck of cards, deflated football, and pajama pants. You know, like, I was all over the place, but you, like, had everything ready to go. And so it's like, and like you said, like, by day 10, like, you say that you were kind of struggling after day 12, but, like, by day 10, I was for sure struggling. Like, I had no idea what I was, I told you multiple times, I was just walking around my apartment, like, looking for stuff, like, I don't know what to pick. Been a fly on your on your wall, just watching you like pace around, looking yeah. at things. Yeah, for hours. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. Like up to, to like day six, I was like, yeah, this is easy. Like, and I was having I was having fun like planning ahead. Like, I knew like day eleven, I was gonna get rid of, get rid of the the last eleven DVDs that I owned. Like, who even owns DVDs now? You can stream everything. So like, I could plan ahead for like certain days, but like. All 30, there's no way. And we didn't even make it to all 30. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, like, th- 30, in theory, sounded like not a lot. Right. Like, oh, every day you just pick 20 things and 21 things and 22 things. But then when you when you gave the figure of, like, that's this many things, I started thinking about, like, all the things that I own. And I was like, I don't think I have that many things to get rid of. Like, I don't right, know. Right. I'll have to give away this bed that, that doesn't even belong to me. Like, it belongs to the, my employer. <laughs> right? Like, I've, I'll start thinking about big ticket things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just a lot, to, it was a lot to think about towards the end. And I think I mentioned at one point, like, how, how, would, the challenge, how would the challenge have changed if, it, if we had flipped it? Like, we started with 30. Mm. Do you feel like it would have felt the same? Or do you feel like it, it would have um, been harder to find things over time? Or what do you think? Wow, that's actually a really good question. I didn't think about that at all. And 
I'm like, like before we even started this challenge in the first place, I would like to think, oh yeah, that's easy. Like starting from 30 and going down, like that would be easier, like progressively easier. But like, I think after like 10 days, again, I'd be like, oh shit, like I don't have anything left. Like, what am I going to give away? So I don't know. I like yeah. to, I'd like to think that, you know, it would be easy. But again, like once we're in it, in the thick of things, it's like, okay, this isn't actually easy at all. Yeah, I, I guess I don't. I don't fully. I don't fully know because I didn't do it. But like, I feel like my mindset would have changed when we get to like fifteen. I'm like, okay, like it's getting easier to find things. Maybe. Um, I guess I won't know unless I do it again. You know, once I once I accumulate more things, if I do, you know. Well, I <laughs> so, thought we were supposed to avoid accumulating things after this. No, we are. We are. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, what if I get married or move in with a partner or something? They have a lot of things. Yeah. I'm going to be like, we need to Marie Kondo the shit out of this stuff. Right. Please. <laughs> they have, your partner has a lot of extra baggage, if you will. Right. Meaning right. things. Yeah. Uh, was there anything um, that surprised you that you discovered while searching for items? Like things that you found, like, why, why do I still have this? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. Um... I would say for this challenge, there was no real surprises of like, why do I still have this? Like I, I think I mentioned before, there's lots of things that I kept for sentimental reasons. Like, um, you know, I had a trophy from uh, not college, high school when I was on the soccer team. It was the, you know, a trophy that I got my senior year as MVP of the team. It was 13 years ago, (laughs) you know, and so it was like. I kept it because it's a good memory, um, but I don't think I need, I didn't think that I needed, at, the, at least at this point, I didn't need the trophy to remind me of that. Like I have right, right. maybe other, yeah, I have other things that could remind me, one being my memories, which obviously, you know, over time you lose them, but um, I have that, but I also have like clippings from the newspaper. So do I really need both things? Mm-hmm. No. And it's, well, I mean, just practically, it's easier to keep a newspaper clipping than it is to keep a trophy. So, but also it's like, where am I going to put that? Like, I don't have it out. It's not something that I'm showing people. It's just in a box. Right. You know, so, so I'd say there's things like that where I wasn't surprised that I still had them because I had moved seven months ago um, and intentionally kept a lot of things. But it, it did make me think about the reasons why I was keeping them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what was sentimental a year ago or five years ago might not still be sentimental. Uh, but things that, you know, over the course of the last few years uh, with different life things that are happening, there's a lot of things that increased in sentimentality for me. So a good example of this is I have this little jar. It's almost like a sample jar. Um, what used to be like jam, like strawberry jam, but in it are all these buttons that my grandmother was collecting, um, you know, for whatever reason. She kept them because she would sew or whatever. Um, and they're from, like, a long time ago. And it's a good reminder. Like, it's a good reminder for me of um, who my grandma was and what she what she did with her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep yeah. it on my, my computer desk um, just as a visual, like, reminder. Um, of who she was and you know for that I have other things that remind me of her but um, 
it's just such such a small thing and it's such a um unique in my opinion unique item that i was like oh okay yeah this for me um means a lot especially because she i don't think i mentioned but she passed she passed away in 2017 so mm. um it was like a upon discovering it again i was like oh like this is something that i don't think i'll get rid of like it's a good trinket that i will maybe with my kids be able to tell a story about my my grandmother um so it made me think about why i kept things or what they actually mean to me which i think in a way was the purpose of the challenge nice yeah that's nice that you kept that little thing that reminds you of your grandma that's nice and that's it's, it's important to keep those things. Like you, the point of the challenge isn't to get rid of everything, right? It's to to narrow it down to the the things that you value the most. So, right, right. And it's funny that you mentioned like having multiple things to remind you of like one instance, because like I definitely ran into that too. Where like, for example, my graduation, like I had my graduation gown, I had like an extra ticket that I didn't give to someone, I had the graduation program. Like I had all these things for this one event. It's like, do I? I don't need all of these things. I could just like keep one of them to remind me of my graduation. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like people fall into that trap where they they want to keep everything um, that reminds them of that. Uh, when, like I said, you really only just need the one. And like pictures on social media helps too. Well, it's funny you bring up pictures because I was just thinking this morning about all the pictures that I have either on my phone or I have like um, Google Photos. So the way that it works for folks that might not know, if you have Google Photos and you sync it to your phone, any picture that you take will automatically be stored there, even if you delete it on your phone. Mm. Um, so I was thinking this morning, so like, just... oh, what if I went through all of my photos? Now that for me is going to take a long time <laughs> uh, because it's from when I first had Google Photos, which was... I don't know, like 2015, Ooh. taking a lot of photos since then. So I was thinking to myself, like, I don't need all of these. Some of these I took temporarily to send to someone and they have no value at all to me anymore. Um, so I was thinking <laughs> about how, how could I do this challenge if I wanted to with electronic things. Mm. Um, now, obviously it's not as tangible, excuse me. It's not as tangible, but you know, it's still a, it's still a, mindset or you know if, if if i were taking on the the full lifestyle of what a minimalist might do i would imagine that they wouldn't if they're not holding on to things that have no purpose in their real world in their tangible world i can't imagine that they would hold on to things electronically either in the cloud or wherever so it's funny you bring that up because i was literally just thinking about that this morning <laughs> like how could i do that and how would i organize that and and what have you you know, it's, it's actually funny that you bring up, like, d the digital world because, like, when we started this challenge, like, I found myself, like, going through my computer and, like, deleting old documents that I didn't, like, open in a long time and didn't need anymore, not thinking that it applied to this challenge. So, like, if we were to go back and do it again, like, I would definitely include that stuff, right? Because it's taking up, like, storage space. Like, obviously, it's, like, virtual electronic storage space, but still storage space. Right. So it's really funny that you bring that up. <laughs> it's funny that we brought thinking of that. And <laughs> the other thing too is a lot of folks have more than one device. Yeah. Right. Like I could delete things on my phone. I could delete apps or whatever. But I could also I also have a laptop that I've had since sophomore year of college, and mm -hmm. I have this PC that doesn't have a lot on it, but it has 
enough for me to think about like, oh, how could I, you know, get rid of some of this stuff. So it's just an odd thing to think about, but, but it's something that I think I want to do eventually. Um, maybe once the summer comes around and I, I feel like I have more time throughout the day to really sit down and just do it all. Cause I think that's the only thing that'll force me to actually do it since it's not tangible. I have to sit down and like literally plan out time to, to do it and create a whole system of doing it. Mm-hmm. So, well, maybe we, in the summer we should do a, a digital minimalism challenge. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Uh, we kind of, kind of touched on it a little bit already uh, with talking about the things that surprised us. Oh, side note: the thing that the thing that you own that surprised me the most was the taco holder. I don't know why you have that. I didn't know that people had those. Like, my taco holder is my hand. So, like, the fact that you had an actual one, I was so surprised by that. Yeah, so, yeah, I got it from, actually, I got it recently. So, I got it from, um, we'll say, a friend that, uh, a friend's family member that, like, cleans out houses of people that might pass away or move and not keep all their belongings or whatever. And this family member, like, can take whatever item that they want. So they usually take a ton of stuff, like kitchen supplies or whatever, and then either sell them or give them to people that might need them, whatever. And when I moved, I didn't have some things that, you know, for kitchen stuff, I didn't have some things that would make sense to have. Um, And I had a lot of things that were, like, cheap and from college. So one of those items that came in a box to me was a taco holder and <laughs> literally I, I t- took it out of the box and I was like this is cool and put it back I've never used it <laughs> so when I pulled that box out of the closet to do when I was doing this challenge I was like I literally have no use for this because my taco holder is also my hand <laughs> or a plate right, right you know like I'm not I don't know I'm not bougie I guess <laughs> for thinking about it now I'm not so bougie that I need it a taco holder in my life so yeah i think for me the thing that surprised me that uh, um that you kept i think until towards the end was the the onesie the onesie i was like i would have expected that to come up way earlier <laughs> you right, know like right. i don't know it was just kind of a funny item well i mean i i value that giraffe onesie because i'm adorable <laughs> in it and it's good for special occasions Special occasions, uh, yeah. right? So, but yeah, oh, by the God. end of the challenge, or, or at least when we decided to quit, I was like, "Yeah, I actually don't need this." So, <laughs> I decided right, to get... right. And also, I was running out of other things to give up, so I was like, "All right, sorry, giraffe onesie, but you gotta go." So, I love it. I love it. Um, so that actually brings me to my next question, um, which again we kind of touched on. But what was the most difficult thing for you to give up? Uh, for me, obviously, the giraffe onesie. Um. obviously <laughs> yeah that's a good question I um, I think the trophy was one thing because when I first was approaching things I wasn't approaching it um, let me back up when I was first started approaching items to get to get rid of I wasn't thinking about what other items do I have that also um, give me the same I guess sentimentality or joy or purpose uh, but when I came across it, that's one of the things that started to change the way that I thought about it. Um, so I'd say that. Um, you know, there were some books that I decided to give away. Actually, before this challenge even came up, um, I, you know, 
for one reason or another decided like, okay, I just have a lot of books. I need to get rid of some of them. So there were some books that like I've already read and I wanted to keep on my bookshelf because I thought maybe I'll come back to them later. Um, but the reality is, is I'm, I'm not going to, like, I just have, I have so many other books and there's so much more to read, um, that, you know, I was like, well, probably don't need this and it'll bring someone else purpose or joy, even if, even if for one week. Um, so there's some books that were really hard to let go of. And then I would also say there were, it's going to sound odd, but there were some, some, uh, clothing items that I thought were really difficult to get rid of. So for example, I work in higher ed and higher ed is really big in, you know, everybody gets a polo with the university or department name on it. And it's like, it shows that you are a part of this community. Right. Um, and I had been keeping mine for, for all the institutions that I've worked at from undergrad. So my polo that I had from, you know, Oakland when I was an RA or when I was a summer, um, community assistant, I think it was. And I was like, why am I keeping this? Like, what, will I ever wear it again? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't just wear it in my free time. I don't wear polos. Um, but it meant a lot to me over the years to keep it for whatever reason. So it was really hard to get rid of them, but then I got, got rid of the Oakland one. And then I was like, well, I don't really need the Akron ones either. And <laughs> I don't know why the hell I'd keep the Ball State ones. Um, oh. You know, so that's a story for another time. But it's like, <laughs> why am I keeping these? Um, and I initially put them in the, the pile, and then I was like, no, I'll keep them just in case. And then later on in the day, I was like, no, I really don't need to keep these. Like, I just, they might have, they might bring me some sort of joy to look at them, but they don't have any functional purpose for me anymore. And I need to be able to let that go. Yeah. I need to be able to let that go and and just know that even though they might, have at one point meant something to me they they don't really anymore right i could see that yeah i mean community is obviously very important to you and being in higher ed for so long i could see how giving up polos that remind you of those communities that you've been in would be super difficult um but like you said like once you get rid of one like it starts like a landslide into like okay i can get rid of these ones and then these ones over here um so you just got to start. You just got to start by giving away the first one. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly what it was for me. It was like I got rid of the first one, and then I was like, okay, well, if I got rid of this one, <laughs> I can get rid of the other <laughs> exactly. ones. Yeah. So. Definitely. Uh, for me, I had told you this in our text messages, but uh, going through my old grad school notes uh, was really difficult. Uh, I didn't <laughs> In the end, I didn't really give away that much of my notes, but like we got got into a little discussion about like, the difference between tangible and intangible things uh-huh. and like my notes are tangible in the sense that it's on paper but like my thoughts are intent intangible and i value those so like i, I still have a decent sized box full of my grad school notes so yeah. it's like maybe one day i'll eventually get rid of these if i feel like i can actually remember my thoughts in my head i don't i don't need them on paper anymore but yeah you, yeah it was a we got into a discussion about it because I was thinking about mine too. And I, I, I threw out a lot of mine from high school that I really didn't, and really some from college that I really didn't need. But I, you know, you go, you go through old notes and you're like, wow, like the, I've learned a lot since then, or, oh, this is a good reminder of something that I learned that maybe left my brain 
right for whatever reason so i could i could imagine it being super difficult even now you looking back and being like do i like i don't know like do i need these right now or might i need them in the future like what's the potential that i might need mm-hmm. them in the future or what have you that's a really difficult thing and that's what we were talking about it's a really difficult thing to decide um right. so yeah i mean it's I can't, I can't, I don't know how you approached schooling, <laughs> but for me, it was always really important. So all the notes that I had, I was like, I need to keep these. You never know when I'm going to need to know about, you know, Oladu Equiano <laughs> from American <laughs> literature, yeah. um, you know, so. Right. I'm really glad you bring this up because it kind of, uh, it's a good segue into what I wanted to talk about next. Um, mm. Explain to me how you can see the future, because we had a little disagreement about our mindsets, like when picking these items, um, like you kind of said, like the difference between like possibilities and actualities. Like I was asking myself, you know, is there a possibility I will use this in the future? Like, okay, there's a chance I will, or there's a chance I won't. Well, you were kind of like telling yourself, I will use this in the future, or I won't use this in the future, which is like a slight difference, but like... Yeah. For this challenge, I guess it makes a big difference. Yeah, and, and you know, I've, I've been thinking about that too since we had that discussion. I what was it like ten days ago or two some, weeks ago or something, something like, like that? that yeah. it, it was for me. It was like you know, I wasn't approaching it with I might use it in the future. I'll approach it with um, based on how I live my life. Am I going to use it or not? And I think the example that I gave at one point was like, um, will I use these hangers in the future? I mean, maybe, sure. Like I I might get more clothing or what have you. So there's a possibility that I will. But if I'm, I guess the way I was thinking was if I'm going to live based off of the way the challenge is, if I'm going to try to live my life where I'm not accumulating items, more items, than what I need, than what I think will sustain me through my work or my life, whatever. There's probably a good chance I don't need the, the hangers. And if I do, I'm at a point right now where my mind says I could buy them. That's such a low cost item to me that yeah. if I needed some, I could go and buy them. So that's how I was trying to approach it. Now, I think at one point I said I'm trying to approach it, uh, tangible items as black and white. Yeah. Um, which is not typically how I approach the world. So it's a very different <laughs> mindset for me. It's very like opposite mindset of how I normally approach things. But yeah, I mean, that's, um, I don't know, like that, that's something that I think I had to do, um, for myself to make, for it to make sense of the things that I was getting rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I, I I don't know if that answers your question fully, but that, that to me is exactly how I, um, how I approach it. I think your initial question was like, how do you think about the future? No, I was wondering um, how you, how you can see the future. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the short answer is I can't, um, oh, okay. but if I, <laughs> I wish I could, but if I'm going to need those items in the future, then I, there's a good chance that I will be able to purchase them or find them, um, right. again. And that's a fair point, yeah. And like we said before, like, yeah, it's difficult to decide, like, this is an actuality, I won't use this. But, like, you kind of have to get out of that mindset 
and uh, or get into that mindset like I won't use this and take that first step get get rid of that first item and then eventually like landslides into more items like okay I definitely won't use this and then right. if I if I do need to use it in the future I can just buy it um, yep. but hopefully not because that's the whole point of this is so you don't buy more junk in the future exactly yeah exactly kind of comes full yeah. circle in that way yeah I think so. Hmm. So uh, I kind of want to expand out, uh, like I said at the beginning, I want to expand out to minimalism as a whole. And so like this is kind of a broad question. We've touched on it here and there already. But what does minimalism mean to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, the, the way that I think about it, the way I think about minimalism is that it's a lifestyle um, that forces you to think about what gives you purpose, like what gives you a purpose or um, some people say like what, what brings you joy in life, mm-hmm. you know, and if it doesn't, then don't have that. And that's not just with things, but it's with people, it's with, you know, work, it's with whatever. So the way that I think about it is like if minimalism is a lifestyle that you choose uh, that essentially forces you to think about one what gives you purpose so what items give you purpose but also two what um ways of thinking what uh work related things career path what uh activities or hobbies bring you purpose and bring you um sort of meaning like meaning in life because to me it's a much it's a much broader question it's not merely uh or it's much i should say it's a much broader um, way of thinking it's it's not merely tangible items but i think it's it's everything else too mm-hmm. and perhaps more so sometimes um like if i'm in a job and i'm a minimalist let's say if i'm in a job and i'm a minimalist and i'm thinking about my career and it's not bringing me purpose or joy then m- my understanding of it is that i would find other areas or eliminate it completely like maybe i if i have the financial means maybe i just don't work I don't have that, unfortunately. So, you know, if I'm not finding purpose in my work, then the way of thinking of a minimalist might be, let me find some other things that might bring me the purpose that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I would almost uh, characterize that as like, not necessarily a lifestyle choice, but like a worldview. Like I feel like worldview is much more, it's much bigger than lifestyle choice. Because, yeah, like, for me, when I say lifestyle choice, which I would consider minimalism at this point, lifestyle choice is, like, choosing, okay, like, I'm not going to buy this item because, like, I'm practicing practicing minimalism, right? Uh, Whereas, like, right. the way that – this is my understanding of it anyway. The way that you're describing it sounds more to me like a worldview because you're applying it to everything. Right, right. Whereas, like, for me, like, I'm making a, a minimalistic choice not to buy this item. Does that make sense? I got you. Yeah, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And I think you're right. It is a difference between a lifestyle or a practice and a worldview. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. For sure. And, like, you had, um, you know, I love documentaries. So, like, you shared that one with me. Um, what was it called? Thrive With Less? Thrive With Less, yep. Yeah. Real short, um, interesting. Uh, I could have gone without them... <laughs> explaining for 10 minutes uh, which clothing items they're giving up but like 
all in all, I think it was a decent documentary, and uh, they did their own challenges with minimalism. That was a little different from this, where they, and I told you this was extreme in my opinion, but one of the challenges was like only picking four shirts and one pair of pants to wear the whole month. And I, I, like I said, I told you I thought, I thought that was extreme. And, and I said, well, I understood that, that the point is like, so they value like the things that they have, right? Right, right. But you were saying that it was more so that to show themselves that they can survive on the bare minimum. Mm, yeah. And I'm not sure, like I told you, I'm not sure that's necessary. Like minimalism to me isn't surviving on the bare minimum. It's just like only having what you value. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think one of the things um, that is hard to discern, at least in my opinion, is, um, and this is not just with minimalism, but other, other things, lifestyle choices, world use, whatever, is, you know, what it means to me is not going to be what it means to the next person. So I think the reason why I say that is because I think the way that they were approaching it, while I agree with you, like the point is not to not necessarily be like pick four shirts and one pair of pants and then survive. Um, but I, I think it's really the way that they approach it was like, we live in excess Mm -hmm. all the time and we want to challenge ourselves to do like, to be able to literally the name of it thrive with so much less than what we have been doing. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could do four shirts in one pair of pants. First of all, I think people at work would be like, uh, why are you wearing sweatpants? Right. <laughs> Cause I would not pick jeans, <laughs> you know? So, but, but I can see why somebody would want to do that. And I also think a part of that, I haven't seen the documentary in a little bit of time. I think I watched it last, last year, but, um, or 2019, I should say, but I think there's a part of it where they were talking about food. Um, or meals, mm-hmm. having meals together, right? You've seen it much re- more recent than I have, but yeah, yeah. there was an aspect of it with food too, right? I mm-hmm. think, and that, yeah, they, that is, they oh, couldn't, they couldn't order out. Um, they had to cook everything. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I think, I think fits really nicely into some other lifestyle choices or worldviews that yes. you and I both are having mm-hmm. or thinking about. Um, I even think about like with food that I'm making now, like how can I make, how can I just use the most basic ingredients that I know what's in it, right? right? It's not necessarily processed or what have you that is going to be nutritional and, um, you know, use items that are, uh, I should say use ingredients that are for me, um, ethically and, um, well, yeah, ethically made or, grown or what have you yeah so yeah i just think it depends on i think it depends on who you ask i think the, the purpose of them doing it was for one thing and i think the purpose of us doing it is an entirely different thing definitely yeah like as you said um as a novice food activist uh, i did appreciate that that challenge not to eat out um like i said they did a couple different challenges the one that i had an issue with is the the four shirts and one pair of pants for a month i didn't really see the point of that but yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, the, the I think the theme of it is that we, you know, Americans anyway, live in excess, and uh, that's not necessary. And it doesn't. And this is a whole other conversation. But doesn't excess doesn't bring happiness, right? No. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we won't get into that. But 
that's um, a good idea. <laughs> we don't we don't need to live in excess. It's it's not about quantity. It's about quality, um, and everything, and in, in, in your belongings, and uh, the people you spend time with. Um, so, yeah. At the end of all this, uh, I'm gonna try to keep practicing minimalism um, as a lifestyle, not as a worldview. <laughs> and uh, I spend I spend my time quality time with uh, friends that I enjoy, such as yourself. Appreciate that, and I think that's good. I think that's a good thing to practice. I mean, it's not—it's um, not causing harm. It's not really, I mean, at least directly causing harm. I really don't think it causes harm at all. But right. you know, I think it, it's something to practice that will help. If if you, especially if you are trying to find more meaning in life or find more purpose, it's something that I think is a great first step for for people that might be listening. Like, it's a great first step. Like try the challenge and just see right. for yourself. And if you get rid of all these things or you only make it to day ten, even if you only make it to day ten, like that's pretty amazing that right. you were able to make it that far and get rid of things, items that aren't bringing you purpose. So yeah, like I'm not gonna do the math, but like you at home do the math. Like one plus two plus three plus four. Like if you get to day ten, like that's a lot of items that adds up. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and if it makes you feel any better, like, we only got to, I mean, I only got to day 25, but, like, we didn't complete it all the way. So, like, don't feel bad if you don't get all the way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks for spending your time with me and uh, doing this challenge with me. I appreciate your support. Um, I don't think I would have gotten to day 25 without you, to be honest. Um, so I appreciate it, and I look forward to the uh, digital minimalism challenge that we do this summer. Yes, the feeling is mutual, my friend. <laughs>